did you watch the football game last night, Thursday night football? It was against the uh, the it was the Bears and the Washington Commanders. Honestly, I watched the um, the first half. Man, that was an awful game. Just absolutely awful. Uh, nobody could really do anything. Nobody was scoring, and in the end, it ended up being twelve to seven, with uh, the Bears losing to the Washington Commanders. But it was one of those games that, honestly, I feel bad for the guys that are calling the game, Kirk Herbstreit and uh, Al Michaels, because they have had a string of mm, the past two, three weeks where they've just had really, really awful football games. At one point, it, it sounded like Al Michaels was just ready to to hang up the headset and say, all right, let's just, uh, let's just call this one. <laughs> They're both awful teams. Uh, so it, it's rough to watch that type of stuff, uh, those kind of games. I mean, I fell asleep at, I went to bed before, you know, the game was over. But it's it's not something you like waking up to on a Friday morning. You like to see a really good game, even if it's part of the game, and then wake up to a good score. You know, a, a good a good uh, game where these players have a, had a good time and it was a hard-fought game. But we're not getting that, at least so far this season. Some things to talk about this morning, it would be in Friday, uh, October 14th. Other uh, things to worry about. Maybe you weren't watching sports. Maybe you were watching, you know, Netflix or something like that. Well, Netflix is going to debut its new, less expensive option in November, the basic service. It's going to show some ads. Not sure how many, but it's going to cost you a lot less, $6.99. Well, I guess not too much less, but hey, uh, I know I watch a lot of the streaming services with ads and it's not bad. Like Peacock, that has some ads. It's all right. Um, Hulu has some ads on some shows. Eh, I don't mind. It's just like watching television. It's not a big deal. Uh, Other service raising its prices, Disney, not Disney Plus, but Disney has increased the price of its tickets to its California theme park by $15 a day. They uh, cite that inflation is the reason that the, for the price hike. Tickets to Disney's Anaheim theme park has jumped from $104 to $179 a day. Yeah, the happiest place on earth, but definitely not happy when it comes to your wallet. It's uh, almost Halloween, and it's almost Thanksgiving. That'll be here before you know it. And this is an exciting thing for people that love the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's being re-released November 22nd, now on Blu-ray. The new release is going to feature 75 minutes of never-before-seen footage, which sounds awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't seen that movie in a a number of years, so I'm going to have to put that on my list uh, of things to watch uh, this this holiday season. Uh, and one last thing in the news, a uh, new survey by FloridaPanhandle.com and YouGov. They revealed that 17% of people would allow themselves to be attacked by a shark if they knew they would survive and have a cool story to tell. Wow. I mean, yeah, I don't think I would. If I get attacked by a shark, yeah, I'd 
just let me die. I don't, I don't think I'd want the cool story to tell. I mean, I'd be so freaked out from having that happen. <sighs> what are the other, you know, 90 or 83% of people saying? They just want to not get attacked by a shark at all? I mean, because that's what's on my list. Yeah, if I could just not get attacked by a shark, that would be cool. It's time for Got Something to Say, where I talk to uh, some great organizations and people right here in our community about things that are happening, things you should know about. Uh, so if you're part of a nonprofit group, maybe uh, you volunteer for one, maybe you know there's a cool event coming up, well... I would love to talk about it. Feel free to reach out to me. You can give me a call, 925-WSJM. You can also email Let's Talk at WSJM.com and reach me there. And Got Something to Say is brought to you by United Federal Credit Union. We get you. My guest today is Peter Cook from the North Berrien Historical Museum. Peter, how you doing, man? Doing wonderful, Johnny. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Always good to talk to you and learn more about the North Barron Historical Museum. Tell me a, a little bit more about what you guys do on a regular basis. Well, on a regular basis over here at the North Barron Historical Museum, which is located in Coloma, off Red Arrow Highway across from the Coloma High School, uh, we cover the history of the Northern Berrien area, which is the cities and townships of both Coloma and Waterville, as well as the townships of Hager and Bainbridge. And you know, we're, we're open daily uh, for visits, tours, mm -hmm. Tuesday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, you know, we have a number of displays and exhibits covering different topics related to the area. Uh, we have a, a a letterpress printing collection that's uh, been open for a little over a year to the public now. And so, yeah, we, we just have a lot of history packed into our walls over here. Yeah, and there's so much uh, really cool history that people learn. And I'm sure uh, people in the area stop by or people outside of the area are like, hey, what, what's going on over here? What, tell me a little bit more about this. So you guys have a lot of great people. And then being right there across the street from uh, Coloma High School, you probably got students that stop by and maybe have a history project or something like that that they're they're working on. So you're always able to, to help and inform them about cool stuff. And you also have a lot of really cool events that you have on a regular basis and cool programs and we'll highlight some of those uh let's start with one that you have coming up on tuesday october 18th what's going on there so that is actually our annual members only meeting for that's reserved for our society members uh, so there's going to be a dinner that night provided by Lachula mobile food truck uh, doors are at 5 p.m. That, that evening, and uh, our meeting will start at 6.30 p.m., our annual meeting, and there is a program to follow at 7 p.m. We have a special presenter, Dr. John Geisler, that evening, who will be presenting uh, Crazy, Weird, and Bizarre Michigan Highway Signs as our entertainment for that evening. Uh, Dr. John Geisler is a uh, very informative and humorous presenter. He, he balances it out well. He's He's traveled... Uh, all throughout Michigan, conducting research on the history of the highways of Michigan, and during the, these uh, during his research, he has while conducting his research, he has seen many strange, peculiar signs. That there's I know there's one that's uh, just reads water 
watch for water under the bridge. And he's like, well, I thought that's where it's supposed to be. (laughs) (laughs) Inherently, I thought that's where water was supposed to be, under a bridge. Uh, That's just one example. And uh, so during our special special members-only events, he's going to be, we'll be cruising in delight through the crazy and weird discoveries of Dr. Geisler. Uh, So that should be a fun program that evening. Uh, So that is reserved for members only. so if anyone is interested in becoming a member, attending that program, it's as easy as going to our website, northbarianhistory.org, clicking the Help Support Local History tab, and you'll see that once uh, someone goes there, they'll see that the prices for membership are very affordable and will get you into exclusive events like that. You know, we also do uh, members-only trips periodically. You'll get our newsletter in the mail. So there's a lot of benefits to being a member of the North Berrien Historical Society. Wonderful. Is there a cost involved in being a member? There, there, there are membership costs on okay. there. Uh, you'll see on the website, they're very affordable. That's wonderful. That's a, yeah. Like you said, there's so many cool events that you guys do for members only. Uh, so certainly uh, something for people to, uh, to sign up for so they can stay informed and, 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 be along the ride for a lot of these really cool events. Looking forward to that one. Uh, you know, I see all kinds of weird signs all the time. So that'll be a fun presentation uh, with Dr. Geisler there. Now, uh, just a couple of days later, you have something on October 20th. And that is uh, another thing you guys do on a regular basis. And that is your I Like My History with Coffee and Cream uh, uh, thing that you guys do. Tell me a little bit more about that. So that one, well, yeah, first of all, I like my history with coffee and cream are typically uh, shorter than our regular programs that we feature on evenings. They're morning programs. So that's Thursday, October 20th at 10 a.m. And uh, we have now been holding them at remote locations off site. We did last month's at the Water of Elite Cemetery tour and the Water of Elite Cemetery, we did a tour there for uh, our coffee and cream last month and that went very well. So this month we will be in Coloma Cemetery focusing on just a few select uh, figures from local history and we'll have coffee and donuts available. Sweetwater's donuts will be available on site. So uh, there's no cost involved with that. Just uh, show up and learn a little bit of local history while you wake up with some coffee and donuts. Once again, that's Thursday, October 20th at 10 a.m. at Coloma Cemetery. So we'll meet you at the cemetery. We won't meet you at the museum. Yeah, meet at the cemetery. Wonderful. Uh, And then another one uh, that is cool that uh, you have coming up, uh, and actually a deadline that people need to know about, is uh, a deadline for your pumpkin carving contest. How long has that been going on? Uh, well, this is the third annual mm-hmm. pumpkin carving contest that, that we've done, and uh, we do that in collaboration with Jolly Orchards, Silverstone Gardens, and the Country Store at Water of Elite Fruit Exchange. So the way that works is you purchase your pumpkin at one of those locations, and you receive an entry form for the contest with instructions okay. on how to enter. You then carve out your creation and it's as simple as sending a photo of the your creation in the entry form That's uh, really to cool. us. That's cool. Um, this year we are offering bonus votes. Uh, well, I should say we the the uh, this is a people's choice contest. Okay. Then it's going to be up on our Facebook page. Which if you search North Berrien Historical Museum, you'll find us. Like us, follow us. We post a lot of interesting local history on there regularly, as well as promotional uh, materials for 
everything we have coming up. Uh, so the contest will take place on our Facebook page and people can simply like a, a carving that they think is worthy of winning the contest, you know, click like, and, and that will cast your vote. And we're uh, offering bonus votes for carvings this year. If uh, 10 bonus votes, if it is a historical figure mm. that you carve and 20 for depicting an historical event. Oh, wow. So uh, yeah. any, any tips on, on carving? I mean, I'm not sure if you're uh, like a really good pumpkin uh, carver or not, but any any like idea starters that people may have, like you said, historical things and events, but uh, any anything that comes to mind? Well, as far as, yeah, well, you know, you can always do local figures, local historical figures, uh, but, you know, obviously ones that come to mind, you know, e easy ones that are well well recognized could be like Abe Lincoln right. <laughs> top hat on your pumpkin or something like that. No, the that's beard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be perfect. And then so many fun things that you can do with that. And like you said, that's a voting process that goes on your Facebook page. And I, I will say, love your guys' Facebook page and the information that you guys put up there on a regular basis because it's always cool to see you know, if there's a building that, you know, exists right now that has been around for a long time and then maybe is now like a, a restaurant or a store or something, you say, oh, well, well, that used to be this. And just to, to get that history of your community is always a good thing for people to know about. And uh, I always love checking that out. And like you said, you do that on a regular basis. So certainly uh, go and like you guys and, and find you again. Peter, how do we find you on, on Facebook? If you search Northbury Historical Museum on Facebook, we will come up and you know, give us a like and you'll see all the content that we put out there. We actually will be uh, posting the history of the participating organizations in this pumpkin carving contest, you know, Waterfleet Fruit Exchange, Jolly Orchards, and Silverstone Gardens in, in the coming weeks. That's awesome. And looking forward to all the great things. Now, that was just some of the events and, and programs you guys offer uh, for this month. But, uh, Peter, again, your website, like you said, has a great resource on finding all of these different things and then kind of stuff you might have coming up. People uh, can certainly go and check that out. Again, give me that Give me that website one more time. Yep, that is northbarianhistory.org. You go there, there's information on the pumpkin carving contest. You'll find all the information on upcoming events. There's uh, local history on there. You, know, you can find like different collections of images, lists of employees from the Water of Elite paper mill and much more. Yeah. And then when you're uh, in the Coloma area, definitely go and check out the museum in person. Uh, definitely worth uh, worth your time. But Peter, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to uh, tell me about all the cool things you guys have happening at the North Barron Historical Museum. Yeah, absolutely, Johnny. Thank you. If you'd like to be part of Got Something to Say, maybe uh, you have uh, something coming up. Maybe you're part of an organization, you volunteer for one, or, you know, um, there's a lot of holidays coming up. So maybe some trunk or treats, some holiday uh, give back things that you're doing, anything like that. Those are good ideas for how we can get the word out for you. Feel free to reach out to me and give me a call, 925-WSJM. You can also email Let's Talk at WSJM.com, and you could be part of Got Something to Say. And you'll get a lot of people to hear it because, um, well, I think people listen to this fine program in the morning. I know my mom does, um, so at least there's one. Uh, but you can 
get a lot of coverage, not only in the southwest Michigan area, but also uh, during the morning show and at 5.30 after news with Andrew Green. And you can check out the podcast at WSJM.com. So we're getting the word out to a lot of people because it's important to uh, serve our community and do great things. So we would love to hear from you so you can be part of Got Something to Say. So what are you waiting for? Reach out to me. Connecting with uh, my good friends, GB and Brett, our uh, broadcast team for St. Joe Bears football all season long. Guys, what do you think of the, the forecast tonight? That's, that sounds like it's going to be a, a fun time for, for some football with some possible chances of rain. And definitely starting to feel like fall football weather, the, the kind of weather that I mm, didn't really enjoy when I was playing football. But Eh, what do you guys think? I know, Brent, you got the heater ready to go. Yep. Uh, so that that is uh, your go-to to keep you warm. So you'll be fine. But do you guys enjoy, like, the, the fall, this type of fall weather? Well, well, first of all, I'm just, did you hear what he said, GB? Good, that were his good friends. I did. Oh, of course. I did. Kind of, I, I, I'm sure he'll, he'll edit that out later, Brett. He'll edit that yeah. out. I only say that when I'm on the air. No, I'm totally kidding. You guys are great <laughs> friends. Um uh, but go ahead. You you do you guys enjoy this type of weather? I do. I yeah. mean, I don't mind. I I like winter in Michigan. I love snow and stuff. Don't want to sit out in it for five hours. But you know, last week we uh, GB listened to where I thought we should line ourselves up, and uh, I think it worked out well. It was a and, very good uh, call. Yep. Yeah, you know, I think the players like this weather. It's, it's kind of fun. Yeah, I, players, I think, enjoy a little cooler than hot. You know, you got the helmet and pads on. Um, and I think, you know, the thing it, it does push down on is crowds at times. But uh, the way the St. Joe Bears team is playing, um, you know, they're on pace to score the most points in school history. It's an exciting team, and people need to get out there and watch as they have all season. Absolutely. And their run game has been solid. So uh, this is one where, I mean, if the ball starts to get a little, a little slick when it comes to passing, you just, you know, hand it off some more. Well, you know, and you speak of that. Last week against Lakeshore, St. Joe pretty much ran the same formation the entire night and just went at it hard. You know, St. Joe is, is on, almost on pace. And the way uh, Jerron Brown's run the last few weeks, I think he'll pick, he'll get to that pace. They have 2,000 thousand yard rushers on a regular season. And uh, it's just, they're fun to watch. They get up and down the field. They're, the line has really, I think, improved dramatically, as Coach Bradley has said on coaches show and, and the defense last week last week i don't know what gb thought but i thought that was st joe's most complete game uh, from an offense and defensive standpoint yeah i thought they did a great job i thought it was as, as brett's mentioned a couple times and in, in the first you know six weeks of the season it was just gorgeous um it wasn't very windy it was you know if anything it was maybe a little warm and then last week we we got a fair amount of rain and it was windy today you know, it may or may not rain, but the wind is going to be make it, you know, very difficult to uh, sling the ball around. So when you have four backs and two of them at the caliber of Brown and McGinnis, and you can throw more in there and Bell in there. And, of course, Lanier's done the, the read option really well the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, outside of the aberration of, um, you know, the what was it, Brad, uh, 1,100 yards or whatever it was a couple of weeks ago, I mean, Basically, the the Bears' defense has just been outstanding. And as he mentions, you know, when you when you're on pace to set the record for the most points for your school, and your and your defense has only given up maybe 150 yards of total offense, other than that one aberration a couple weeks ago, um, 
you've you've definitely got a good shot to uh, to continue winning. Absolutely. What what can we expect this week uh, for the St. Joe Bears, Brett? Well, you know, Matawan's coming into town. Matawan, I think people in the conference thought would have a better season than they've had, uh, but they have won their last two games, and so it's a team that's, that's playing up. St. Joe has to be careful not to get you in that uh, catcher game because next week if Bears win tonight, Battle Creek Central wins tonight, you've got the conference championship with both teams coming in undefeated at Battle Creek Central next Friday. So St. Joe's got to watch those things that, you know, anybody looks forward to, right? I mean, it's hard not to, but this team seems to have done a great job not looking ahead. And it's senior night. Now, St. Joe should have at least one if they win, maybe two, maybe even three playoff games at home that I think if they finish out strong, they can. But it is the last regular season, the last guaranteed home regular season game for the seniors. And this is Coach Bradley's fourth year. This is the first group that he had as freshmen that he gets to see graduate. Yeah, that's going to be an exciting time too uh, to to have those guys and and like you were mentioning, GB is that with these this team with having you know a solid running game and really one of those where uh, you you always got fresh legs. You can you can just pretty much rotate out and insert player here, and you're going to have uh, you know a good running game. And that's also what's what's cool to see and and great for the St. Joe Bears is that even though they're running running the score really up as far as scoring a lot of points for the whole entire team it is pretty awesome to see that the uh the defense stays fresh and that's also an important thing as we get into that this you know back half of the season and into the playoffs is yeah you want to you want to score a lot of points but you also have to keep that time of possession pretty high so that you can get that rest that is needed for the defensive team yeah, I mean, it's been an interesting, and you mentioned, Johnny, the, the time of possession. It's just been an interesting fact you know, that uh, as, as many points as St. Joe has scored, a lot of the drives aren't real long because they, as, as much as they can grind out a 10 or 11 play drive, mm-hmm. there's they have big playability. And Brown can, is, is, has had, you know, 60, 70 yard runs. Right. McGinnis has had several of them. Um, not only do they put in fresh legs, but they have four backs that have different styles, you know. Brown and Moore are, are a little bit more rugged and break tackles. And, and McGinnis is just, he's quick and, and he's fast once he hits the corner. Same with Bell. So, and, and what's interesting is we, as, as dominant as Nate was in the beginning, I mean, just with the somewhat the change of weather the last couple of weeks, we really haven't seen, um, you know, we haven't had to pass much. So, you know, and tonight, at, you know, again, it's 20, 30 mile an hour winds or whatever it's going to be. Um, it's nice to have that. And I think one of the things that, and I know, Brett, you've mentioned it, is, you know, a game like last week or a game like tonight would have just been, uh, uh, what'd you call it, a tractor pull uh, in the yeah. old days, Brett? Yeah. I mean, because yeah. if it was on grass, it would just be a, a sludge, you know, a, a mosh pit. Right. And so when you're playing on turf, you you you, you just got a nice field to play on regardless of what the weather's been like. Well, nobody's field will be as bad as Soldier Field was opening day. Ugh. And they forgot to put the drains in the new grass field. Only in the city of Chicago. <laughs> At this point, they should probably just uh, close that place down and 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 end the Bears' season. Because, like you mentioned at the beginning of this, is that it, this St. Joe Bears football is a lot uh, is a very exciting thing to watch. Last night, other Bears 
Chicago, eh, not so much. So I you know I'm, what, as, as a Lions fan, I appreciated it. You know, I can appreciate that kind of football as a Lions fan. So. What were you saying, Brett? I said that's why I grew up a Packers fan. Yeah, uh, <laughs> man. So, but yeah, it's going to be exciting. I think. I think tonight is, you know, as Brett mentioned, you have several three-year starters, a four-year mm-hmm. starter, and Capicio, and yeah. or Capicio, and um, so I mean, I think it's it's going to be an emotional game. Sure. For Prattley and, and the kids and everything. And as Brett mentioned, I think it's hard, you know, either way you cut it tonight, you're playing for the league title next week. Because mm-hmm. even if you lose tonight and another team wins, you can knock them off and then you each have a loss. So it's it's going to be, you know, they'll have to focus tonight and, and concentrate well, for on the middle one. Absolutely. And we make sure we mention the defense. The defense last week just flew all over. And yeah. they've been flying around all over all season. But you can just see the confidence on the defensive side of the ball. They know where they're going. They understand their reads well, um, which allows them to be more aggressive. They have good speed, which allows them to be more aggressive. And, uh, you know, like, and, and I don't, there's, we could highlight all 11, but just Hudson Lang last week coming mm-hmm. out of the safety spot, ending up on a line of scrimmage, making tackles pretty much the entire first half. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing when both sides of the ball are playing at the high level that they are and, and the confidence that they have on either side uh, of knowing, okay, well, the defense is going to step up if we need them and the offense will do the same. Uh, so it's, it's exciting stuff. What's on the menu tonight uh, for the concession stand? What are you guys uh, choosing? Because I know that's uh, always a hot topic. Yeah, that's a good point. We're, we're hoping not for any Coke Zero. Okay. Um, that be the drink of, and I hope they're not an advertiser. But um, that seems to be the first drink of St. Joe Athletics. It was uh, the highlight of last week, Johnny. I can tell you that when uh, Mike Cushman, Brett disappears to go search for the pizza high and low. He scavenged the entire campus twice yeah. to look yeah. for where the, the pizza was and why it wasn't there yet. So he's like, get me something to drink out of the cooler. And <laughs> Cushman comes back and puts a Coke Zero, which we know he hates. And he puts it down. And he's like, hey, there you go. And Brett's like, hey, thanks. And he looks, he's like, what? What a, and just his reaction, his it was, it was like McGinnis breaking into the open on a sixty-yard <laughs> run. I mean, it was just priceless. Or a Bears or a Chicago Bears fan watching a touchdown being scored. Right? Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't see now, those very often. Does a good spread. You know, Kevin Guzzo does a good. We, we are very fortunate. We have we eat our desserts first. We have uh, the Graziano cookies. Oh, um, those come up for then. Then uh, St. Joe does good. They. They buy up Silver Beach Pizza, put them, clear them out, and uh, bring those up there. Fantastic! Did they come up with the uh, the Bretzel uh, Bretzel Woodkowski with cheese yet? No, but I, I, no? I want, I'm going to make my own actually. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that needs to happen. Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> Well, looking forward to it. Uh, you can hear the game uh, if you are standing in line at the concession stand while you're in the stadium, which is cool. Uh, you can uh, not miss a, a moment when Brett and GB are talking about everything going on in the game. And then, of course, you can listen on your radio, 94.9 WSJM, and on the WSJM app and at WSJM.com, and uh, tweeting at Bear WSJM on Twitter. But looking forward to it, guys. Uh, the heater will be on. And you guys will be on about 6.35, right, for the pregame? That is correct. All right, looking forward to it. Stay warm, have some fun, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, Johnny. Thanks.
So it's the end of the week, and we sometimes uh, find a few things that we didn't get to earlier in the week, but I did want to bring Jocelyn in for, for a couple of these. Uh, and Jocelyn, hello. Good morning. Good morning. I wanted to uh, just throw the headlines of some of these lists and things that I found, uh, and you get to pick which one we, we kind of dive in deeper. Okay. Okay. So uh, somebody came up with a list of the five scariest movies of all time, according to experts. Uh, I found another list of the world's hottest bald man. Bruce Willis. Next. Okay. You don't want to talk about that, that one? Is, that should not be a survey. There is one answer. Surprisingly not Bruce Willis. Okay. Well, now I have to know who they are, but... They're wrong. Well, real quick, because uh, I, I think I think this is a good time to talk about Halloween movies, because a lot of people are talking about scary movies and watching them right now. And I think the new Halloween one came out a little while ago. Uh, October 14th. That would be today. Okay. Okay. So it's out today. Uh, all right. So Vin Diesel mm. named the world's hottest bald man. Okay. That was the second one that came to mind, but I've never particularly been attracted to Vin Diesel. No. But I guess I could see that. If you've seen all 37 Fast and the Furious films. <laughs> yeah, what are, what are they up to, 10? Yeah, I think it's, it's 10. X, uh, Fast Furious X, I think. Roman numerals, that's you, but yeah. that's too um, many. Good ones on here, though. Um, Stanley Tucci finished second. Really? Shamar Moore was number three. Okay, yeah. He's the guy yeah. from um, Criminal Minds? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Good looking Stanley guy. Tucci? People Stanley think Stanley Tucci. Tucci is attractive? Bruce Willis was seven. That's that's not acceptable. I know. Well, uh, you have seen uh, Vin Diesel in, well, he was in that one kind, I guess you'd fall under a scary movie. Was it Chronicles of Riddick? Or he was, I didn't see it. Yeah. I, it's not worth watching. I don't think you watch many scary movies without <sighs> me either. I don't. And so I, I don't think we've seen, we've only seen maybe two of the five that are in the top five According to experts. Okay, but if they're horrifically scary, I don't watch those. No. I like the thrillers. I like the, the Jeepers Creepers ones. Not actually Jeepers Creepers because I hate that movie. That one's oh, yeah. pretty terrifying. Very well, scary. Any movie with Justin Long is pretty terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifyingly bad, yes. usually. Um, but the, the results, actually, a lot of older movies. Like, I prefer the older ones yeah. for scary. It does, I don't think it all has to be the gore and blood that it is now. Well, I think a lot of the movies, like the old school, the very first Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the reason that one was good was because it was so dark. Right. You couldn't see the guy coming around the corner. My or, mom says that was one of the scariest movies she's ever seen in her life. Yeah. We also have Plinko joining the show. Plinko, say hello. Nothing? No. <laughs> Usually he just says... He's grumpy in the mornings. <laughs> okay, so five movies that according to studyfinds.com, the five scariest movies. Study finds, that sounds uh, real. Yeah, studyfinds.com. Yeah. You've, you've been there, right? Yep. When you need to find studies. Okay, go. Number five is It Follows. Came out in 2014. I think that one was made in Michigan. Yeah, I think the it's with the car. Yeah, it's got a car as yeah. a logo. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we watched part of it. It was a little slow, but I mean, it was certainly a thriller, but I don't think we finished it. Yeah, I think it was, I, I'm pretty sure. Not, it's, don't quote me on this one. I have to go to studyfinds.com <laughs> to find out more. <laughs> they know everything. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
it, I think it was filmed in Michigan, or at least parts of it. Number four is The Shining. Yeah, okay. I would say scary, yeah. for sure. Yeah, um, the bathtub scene. Ooh, the bath, yeah, terrifying. bathroom, very, yeah. very terrifying. Paranormal Activity was number three. I would agree because I have not seen it because yeah. of how scary it is. Anytime you've got like real, like even Blair Witch Project when you had the, the home yeah. movies and, and the paranormal activity, it's it's all like security cameras, right? Right, right. Which <sighs> we look at all the time. <sighs> and no thank you. <sighs> Number two, as we were talking about Halloween Ends coming out, Halloween the original that came out in 78, number two on the list. It's one of my favorites. Um, I mean... I grew up watching it, yeah. so it's, you know, it's one of those warm and cozy uh, <laughs> murder films. Yeah, you, you just sit by the fire and you enjoy- you have uh, a your, mug of tea. Yeah, your, your wonderful tea, <laughs> get a nice warm blanket and sit with some snacks and just enjoy I, it. I would agree. It, he never has to run. He's always right behind you. Why? Why is he so fast? Well, you 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 learn to find out later in the in the franchise why he doesn't have to run. He always knows where you are and why he doesn't die. But but he's still. But how does he move so fast though? Does he like teleport from one place to another? Or? No, it's not sci-fi. It must be the jumpsuit. It's magical. <laughs> He just he just jumps on the back of a trash truck and yep. then just shows up right near yep. uh, front that yard. William Shatner magic. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, exactly. Because it's the William Shatner mask. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So number one on this list from studyfinds uh, dot com. The real website dot com or dot net or dot uh, <laughs> Triton. <whatever. laughs> you gotta hit the dial up. Um, number one's the exorcist. If I can say that right. The Exorcist. Um, you know, I don't think I've ever seen the original. I haven't either. I've only seen the one with uh, Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> oh, from, what is it? Scary Movie? I don't know. I think it's Scary Movie 1. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen the original. Um, but I would tend to agree that exorcism movies are quite frightening. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't see The Exorcism of Emily Rose, but everyone said that one was pretty scary, too. That one was fairly newish, yeah. right? Like the, last 10 years. Mid 2000s? Yeah. Okay, okay. But your mom, your mom said, what did your mom say was the scariest movie that she ever saw? The Fog. The Fog. And, and I like The Fog. And then Rosemary's Baby was up there yes. too, right? Yes. <sighs> and um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and The Shining. But she lived in Colorado for a while, so I think she stayed away from The Shining as long as she could. Getting stuck in your house in the snow, that, that can be scary. But if you're stuck with other people... That should that and are scary. ghost murderers and ghost murderers. Yeah, yeah, that that's not something you want as a house guest. Solitude isn't terrifying. Murdering ghosts are exactly. Well, thank you for stopping by and and going through this list. Now, would out of that top five, which one will you add to our Halloween watch list? Because I know Halloween's on there. I don't think I'll add any of those to no. our watch list. No. Do you have a a, a couple more you want to add to the list? The the most terrifying. Well, just as your go-tos. Um, I like The Fog, the original okay. with Adrian Barbeau. Um, and Jamie Lee Curtis is actually in that one also. Um, I can't think of any other scary movies ever made um, <laughs> at this moment. Um, just thinking of the scary movies. Do you movies. have any? Mm. You normally fall asleep when I'm watching. I them. usually fall asleep yeah. for most of the scary movies, but uh, I don't know. I, I kind of lean towards... Any holiday, it's usually Christmas movies that I'm I'm going for. So, but when, but when you say Halloween movies, I like Beetlejuice. I like Coraline. 
I don't go for the slasher ones. But. I haven't seen Edward Scissorhands in a very long time, so um, I, I would count that as a Halloween-ish movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tim Burton. Yeah, I really don't. I really don't go towards scary movies. I usually, mm-hmm. when there's something in the theaters that's scary, life I'm, is scary enough. We don't have to sit at home and be terrified. Exactly. So if you want to add those to your to your watch list, you can. But uh, we're just gonna get ready for the Christmas movies instead, and maybe watch Halloween a couple more times with a nice mug of tea. <laughs> well, thank you for stopping by. Thanks for waking me up. If you want to add to that list, feel free to call me, 925-WSJM. That's 925-9756. You can also email letstalkatwsjm.com uh, and leave a voicemail, by the way, if you end up calling 925-WSJM. But I'd love to hear from you. What's the scariest movie of all time in your opinion? It's time for your Moody on the Market update brought to you by Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today when you are uh, looking for Auto Owners Insurance, they got you covered in Niles and in St. Joseph. And you can see great stories like this one. Speaking of Niles, a company that manufactures and sells guitar straps to world-famous musicians will soon be moving its company headquarters to Niles. Jen Tabor, owner of Lifestyle Good um, Manufacturer Soldier, announced uh, on Thursday that the company has purchased the Leader Publications building on 4th Street here in Niles for the future site of its headquarters. Now, Soldier was born out of Tabor's Chicago apartment in the mid-2000s and has since expanded into an internationally recognized music brand worn by stars like Taylor Swift, Aerosmith, Chris Stapleton, and more. The company also makes and sells belts, handbags, animal collars, Um, camera holders, and other goods using sustainably sourced and upcycled material. Now, Tabor said that while the company is known for guitar straps primarily, she describes the company as providing a full range of high-quality lifestyle goods with a long history in the music industry. This is such a win for the community and the future, Tabor said. We're honored to be stewards of this building and this landmark piece of downtown Niles. Now, the historic 35,000-square-foot building was built back in 1926 and features warehouse space as well as retail space along uh, 4th Street. Now, it currently is the home of Leader Publications, which uh, produces the Niles Daily Star and many other uh, newspapers in the area. Now, the space is also host to Off Main Street Salon and Shelf Life Bookstore. All three businesses have signed leases to continue operating out of that building, according to Tabor. She says, I want the community to know that I want to be here and I'm not changing anything. We love the community in Southwest Michigan and are growing and the growing community here in Niles. She says she does intend, though, to uh, restore the historic building to its original glory, including restoring its original name of the Star Building and reopening the Niles Incubator Kitchen that formerly occupied some of the second story. Now, once renovations are complete, the company will relocate production from its current location in Buchanan. She says it's the right size and offers lots of opportunity for future growth. Uh, we're just getting started. Depending on the project, it could uh, take anywhere from six months to two years. Now their production facility is moving from Buchanan, but she has also purchased the old Stark Elementary School in Buchanan and in the process of renovating that property into Stark Community Center. She says, we'll be leasing space on the community center soon. 
Our mission is to ignite the music community in Southwest Michigan, promoting inclusion, education, and recreation. You can read more on this story and learn more about Soldier. You can find uh, links to their website and follow them on Facebook and see the progress of both of these projects uh, right there. So very exciting stuff. And also, shameless plug for my podcast, Start from the Beginning, Stories from Southwest Michigan. You can check out the episode that features Jen Tabor um, at WSJM.com and wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Your Moody on the Market update is brought to you by Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owners agency in St. Joseph and in Niles. It's time for Furry Friends Friday. It's brought to you by the Mason Jar Cafe in the heart of the Benton Harbor Arts District. Local, organic, farm fresh, and very excited to be talking with Shannon. She is from the Alvan Humane Society. Hello, Shannon. Hello. Good to have you, and uh, good to talk to you about uh, this really adorable furry friend, and that is Keegan. Tell me a little bit about Keegan. Keegan is adorable. She is such a sweetheart, a uh, big staff favorite here. Uh, Keegan's about five years old. So all of her animals become spayed, vaccinated, and microchipped, and she's heartworm negative. Uh, Keegan is becoming kind of a star to go to events because she loves people so much. She's great with people of all you know, shapes and sizes. Yeah. Um, and she does pretty well with other dogs as well. She might do well with a cat. We kind of tested her out on that, and she seemed to do okay. Um, but overall, her nickname at our shelter is the Compact Muffin of Happiness because she's just this <laughs> sweet little wiggly, adorable ball. So she is ready for a home, and we would love to find a great family for her, um, maybe with another dog she can play with. I'm going to have to steal that uh, that nickname, Compact Muffin of Happiness. That that sounds great. That That's a perfect uh, description of, of any animal, and that makes me want uh, Keegan. But I'm sure that other people are interested. Uh, how do we get the process started if we want to, to maybe do a meet and greet with Keegan, see if it's going to be the right fit for, for our family? How do we go about doing that? So you just go to our website, which is al-van.org, um, and go under Keegan's profile or under the Adopt tab, and you just do an application. So once you have an ap- approved application, we contact you and set up a meet and greet for you and Keegan. Uh, if you have a dog, you'd bring them with you to, to make sure that they're a good fit. We could also do Foster to Adopt with Keegan, so she could go to a home for a about two weeks just to make sure it's a good fit before finalizing the adoption. It's a really nice, uh, kind of a no-strings-attached yeah. approach that we have to adopting our dogs out. I love that idea. That definitely gets you acclimated and starts to figure out if it's the right fit. And, you know, having it in your home makes a lot of sense. So I love that you guys do that. So if anybody's interested, definitely get a hold of the folks at Alvan Humane Society. Now, Shannon, you also have some cool events we do want to highlight. What do you got coming up? We have a lot going on, so I'll go through them pretty quickly here. Um, on the 17th, Culver's of South Haven has been kind enough to choose us for their share event. Uh, so from, from 5 to 8 p.m., a uh, portion of all of their sales will go towards our shelter. So we really want people to come hungry <laughs> between 5 awesome. and 8 on the 17th. Um, the next day is going to be our Halloween Haunted Carnival. Uh, it's our first kind of fun family event at the shelter. It's going to be from 1.30 to 7. Uh, we're going to have a barbecue truck. Smoke and Joe's barbecue truck will be there. We're going to have yard games, carnival games. Um, there's a puppy room, snacks, and at 5.30, we'll do a screening of Hocus Pocus in the lobby. Um, it's a $5 admission. There's plenty of free activities, but if you are also interested in doing some of the other stuff, um, like crafts and, and more snacks, we will be selling raffle, or, excuse me, carnival tickets as well. 
And then we also have a, a new one that's coming up really quickly that we're super excited about. Uh, South Haven Brew Pub is going to be showcasing our, our shelter dogs um, on their beer, Tipsy Dogs. Okay, nice. uh, They're working with us to put pictures of our dogs that are up for adoption on the beer can. So from 12 to 3 on the 22nd, we'll be down at South Haven Brew Pub. Uh, with some animals and with with our new cans for this Tipsy Dog release. So they'll also be doing a portion of sales of the Tipsy Dog beer towards our shelter, and they're also doing a drive for us. So if you want to bring a donation item anytime during that day, then they'll give you 10% off your bill. That is awesome. Now, uh, Shannon, I did want to double-check. You did say puppy room, right? There will be a puppy room, a room full of puppies. (laughs) And that is part of the free uh, uh, no-ticket admission. So come on in, get a puppy fix. And uh, grab some popcorn on your way out. <laughs> I, I need that every day. Definitely need that every day. Uh, al-van.org slash adopt if you want to learn more about Keegan and any of the other wonderful animals at Al Van Humane Society. But, Shannon, thank you so much for being a part of Furry Friends Friday today. Yeah, thank you for having me. And Furry Friends Friday is brought to you by the Mason Jar Cafe in the heart of the Benton Harbor Arts District, local, organic, farm fresh.